0: Auto Line Daily is brought to you by BorgWarner, feel good about driving, Bridgestone, your journey, our passion, Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com and by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata, learn more at HyundaiSonata.com.
1: Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. We've got a fun show for you today with all kinds of news about the automotive industry pouring in from all over the world. Toyota's amazing comeback continues. The company just reported its earnings for the first nine months of its fiscal year, and it's doing better than most automakers who report full year earnings. Toyota sold over 6.6 million vehicles, up almost 33% from the prior period. It generated revenues of roughly $203 billion. That's up 26%. And its net profit soared almost 300% to $2.5 billion. But wait, it gets better. For its full fiscal year, which ends on March 31st, Toyota forecasts it will hit $269 billion in revenues and post a net profit of $10.6 billion. And let me tell you, people, them's a lot of potatoes consumer reports has been testing small displacement turbocharged engines from ford gm hyundai kia and bmw and let's just say they did not get a thumbs up except for bmw cr says its data does not support the company's claims of better fuel economy and performance over their naturally aspirated counterparts You know, I say this is similar to the problem of the latest generation hybrids with lithium-ion batteries that do not deliver the kind of fuel economy that the EPA label says they will. That's because those hybrids can get through the EPA test mostly in EV mode, which exaggerates their fuel economy. With the small turbo engines, automakers can get through most of the EPA test without the turbo kicking in, which really helps fuel economy. But in the real world, where you really use the turbo, fuel economy plummets. And all this shows that the EPA really needs to change its fuel economy test and do it quickly. Lincoln saw its sales and market share drop last month in what otherwise was a strong market. And the reason Lincoln dropped is because Ford is very slow in getting its new MKZ to the dealers. That's strange because the MKZ is built at the same plant as the Ford Fusion. And the Fusion had a terrific month with sales up 58%. In fact, the rest of the Lincoln line did pretty well too. Ford is not saying why the MKZ is so slow to the market. They admit they're doing some kind of additional quality inspections. But that would suggest it's having some sort of problem that is unique to the MKZ. Otherwise, you'd expect to see the Fusion having the same issues. As we reported yesterday, the UAW wants its members to get into politics. Now it says it absolutely must unionize the foreign automakers with plants in the U.S. UAW President Bob King says that if this does not happen, the wages of suppliers and new workers will never go up. Of course, the UAW has been saying this for years, but without anything to show for it. But now, with its beating the war drums louder and longer than ever before, maybe it's getting ready to go out on the warpath. No doubt most of you are aware that we do a show every Thursday night called Auto Line After Hours. I keep saying it offers the best insider view of what's going on in the auto industry, and we don't pull any punches, especially when it comes to my co-host, Peter DeLorenzo, a.k.a. The Auto Extremist. In case you haven't caught the show, Here's a piece from the most recent episode when we dove into all the automotive advertising involvement in the Super Bowl. David Kiley from AOL Autos and Michael Sprague, who heads up all advertising for Kia, are also on the show. I disagree with you. I did not think, I, I thought the Clint Eastwood ad was
0: not as good as m M&M, but I thought it... You don't think Italians and French people telling Americans how to be Americans is, you think that's good? That was total bullshit. I, I, I disagree. I thought okay, that okay, we disagree. Wait, well, we always disagree. Well, you you, <laughs> you you camp out at Francois' desk. I'm sure half the week, but that's no, I crazy. don't. I see him at auto shows. That's pretty much it. And we always talk about advertising at auto shows. That's the only time I see him. Olivia talks about himself, and then occasionally talks about advertising. I thought the Clint Eastwood spot was an embarrassment for well. Clint, for for America, this company trying to tell us how we're supposed to be, total horseshit. I'm sorry, it's just okay. Cool shit.
1: Even though After Hours runs live on Thursday nights, you can always catch it later in the John's Journal section of our website or on our YouTube channel. Hey, we've got another cool barn find here. I was out cross-country skiing again this past weekend when deep in the woods, I found this car quietly rusting in peace. Here's my question, do you know what this is? I've got a pretty good idea. In fact, I think it's pretty easy to figure out. But if you think you know what this car is, drop us a note in the comments section or shoot us an email. I'm Isaac
0: Bouchard in Austin, Texas, where I've just realized that a half a liter can make all the difference. That report coming up next. Proven on the track. And on roads around the world, Borg Warner turbochargers improve fuel economy and reduce emissions without sacrificing performance. Borg Warner, official turbocharger supplier to the iZod IndyCar Series.
1: The Mazda CX 5 is a terrific vehicle, but some think it's a bit underpowered. Well, Mazda seems to have the answer for those complaints, as Isaac Bouchard reports. The CX-5 has been a big success for Mazda. Since it was introduced, they've increased production
0: three times and they're still supply limited. The only thing keeping it from being the clear benchmark in the compact SUV segment has been a suitable engine. For 2014, they've addressed that.
1: The CX-5 has been a global success for us. And to increase the appeal even more, we've added the all new 2.5 liter Skyactiv engine. It has 184 horsepower, and 185 foot-pounds of torque. So it's going to increase the driving performance even more for those customers that are looking for that. We're going to retain the 2 liter engine but in the Touring as well as the GT we will have the 2.5 liter. And the fuel economy is also not a sacrifice as we retain our class-leading fuel economy in both the all-wheel drive and the front-wheel drive models
0: never has 29 horsepower made such a difference. It brings the CX-5's chassis, already the best in the class, to life, and it doesn't suffer from that strained feeling of the otherwise great 2-liter. This is definitely the most rewarding car in its class, and the only question in my mind is how they'll build enough to meet demand. From Austin, Texas, I'm Isaac Bouchard for Auto Line Daily.
1: Mazda is also considering offering its 2.2-liter diesel in the CX-5, and I think that could make an even more compelling package. But that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching, and I'll be looking forward to seeing your guesses as to what our latest barn find is. Tune in tomorrow to get the answer.